Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, guys, Chick-fil-A is ready to test its first plant-based entree, a hmm. cauliflower sandwich. Oh, so, there you, you go. Know, talking about cauliflower pizza, but now you can get a cauliflower Chick-fil-A sandwich. The new sandwich closely resembles the famous chicken sandwich, but obviously it's going to use breaded and pressure-cooked cauliflower in place of meat. Starting Monday, the fast food chain will test the menu item in select markets. Chick-fil-A said that it's been working on a plant-based sandwich for nearly four years, and that after a lot of testing, they kept returning to cauliflower as the base of their sandwich. So if the soft launch goes well, Chick-fil-A plans to release the cauliflower sandwich nationwide. So that's what you need to know. Cool. Mm. There you go. You want to try it, Cappy? Not really. Yeah, it didn't sound like you would. Not really. I mean, look, if I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A, I have a hard enough time disciplining myself to say I'm not going to get the regular chicken sandwich, the fried one, or the spicy chicken deluxe. Like, I've gone to Chick-fil-A and gotten the grilled chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. It's just not the same. Like, even, like, the little chicken nuggets when you get the grilled chicken nuggets. Yeah, they're nuggets, good. They're good, though. They're, they're okay. Yeah. Like you know the, what I had yesterday, what they had for us in the post-game meal? What's that? I didn't eat it yesterday. I had it today because I was still, like, kind of the stomach Wait, thing was going. home? Yeah, Popeye's. Oh, really? They had a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah, I just grabbed one. They had a bunch there for the whole crew. And then, you know, I grabbed one and Breen grabbed one. And, you know, we, I, but he, Breen ate his and the cup, everybody was eating theirs. And I'm like, you know what? My stomach is not feeling so hot. I don't want to eat fried chicken at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. I'm just going to save it. And then I had it today. He did it right. up. It was good. And how, yeah, on the, on the second day, the reheat, not bad? Yeah, I put it in the toaster oven. Oh, toaster oven, no microwave. Yeah, toaster oven, bro. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting microwave place. makes the chicken soggy. Oh, it does. Yeah, or I could have actually what I should air have fryer. done what, put it in the put the chicken in the air fryer mm -hmm. and then put the buns in the toaster. Yep. Oh, see, that would have been the move, Laura. You're now right. You're deconstructing mm -hmm. the entire sandwich. Yeah, but that's if you want it to taste good. That would have been Laura's right. That should have been the actual move instead of yep. just toaster oven, air fryer. Hmm. Best thing ever. Yeah, I never use mine. Yeah, and actually, the way to use your air fryer to get maximum like crispiness. Yeah. You put a little pan in it. Yeah. A little spray a little pan yeah. in it. Never yeah. really use my air fryer. Well, you have one? I do. Then why didn't you use it? I've, I've kind of not... I don't really cook that much anymore. Mm. I got to get back to it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I'll think about it. You That's took a the no. Popeye sandwich home. Only yeah. one? Yeah, just one. I don't I need to eat more than one. Figure they were plentiful. Maybe you bring one home no, from there, Mateo. There was a lot. No. Um, no. I would have brought one home from Mateo, but I didn't want to be that guy to take more than one. Really? Why you don't think there were extras? I mean, there were plenty, but I didn't know how many people in the crew had had any, had, had any yet. You take a half a dozen. What's it going to matter? Yeah, but what about those people who actually worked in the truck all night? I bet you there were plenty for them. Yeah. Bet you I they took know. home half a dozen. I, I, well, that would be them. I didn't want to be that guy. That's uh, you. You're that guy. Well, yeah, I don't have a problem being that guy. Okay. I haven't had a Popeye's chicken sandwich in a really long time. It was delicious. I forgot how good... It was funny because Breen was like, I don't think I've had Popeye's or whatever. And I said... Uh, or no, it was Mark Jackson who said that. And Mark I said, Jackson hadn't had Popeyes, but Breen had? Right. 
I think so. Yeah. And then Mark, Mark definitely had not. And I said, that's the one that uh, had all the craze. And he's like, oh, so he remembered that. But yeah, he hadn't had one. No. Dude, people fight over those yeah. sandwiches. Mark did not have one. Um, but me and, and Breen took one. That's nice. Yeah. So well, anyway, go. that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. I ain't no cauliflower Chick-fil-A. <laughs> okay. Please. Maybe it tastes good. Maybe. You never had buffalo uh, cauliflower? I have. It's, so it's delicious, right? I understand. But and it's there not, you go. But not a Chick-fil-A. Eh. Make your own is even better. Oh, really? Yeah. In the air fryer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got the, like the big cauliflower. My wife did that one time. So good. Yeah. So good. Uh, anyway, Cappy. All yep. right. We got a couple minutes here and then we got to do Tinder. Okay. You get... Lord, give me some NBA music. Give me some basketball music here. Yeah, that thing. Actually, you should save that for another day, like record that, and then that way when when I ask you for playing the basketball music, you can play that first, and then you actually play the basketball music. That'd be like a good intro to it. It's good, right? Yeah. So you do your own like John Tesh there. Who created that song, John Tesh? Oh, that's a John Tesh uh, Oh, you did not know that? Trying to think of, uh, is that the NBC, NBA on NBC? Yeah, which now is on Fox, and it's kind of weird. Oh, they have the same song? They use it for their college basketball. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's, it that. feels weird to me. When I watch, like, Gus Johnson and, um, and like, Jim Jackson do, like, a Big Ten game on Fox. Yeah. And I hear the, and I mean, they're great, don't get me wrong. But, like, I hear the music, and I like, you know, I think Fox has, like, their baseball and, and football music is, is very, you know, uh, it's good. It's their own, right? Like, you know, you hear that music, you know it's Fox, like football or Fox baseball. But the the fact that they're using the NBC one, I don't know, just feels weird. Hey, George, you know your boy Royce Tony? I do. Um, he was in, well, he's still in the YouTube chat right yeah. now. And he was giving me a hard time. He's like, Cap, can you move your microphone? It's swallowing up your face. And Royce thinks I'm really hot. So he was like, I, I would like to see your face and your mouth move. Yeah. So I've moved my microphone a little bit so that Royce can see how handsome I am. Okay, well, good. Well, Take a look at this, Royce. There you go. Uh, Cappy, this is the old ESPN uh, and an NBA on ESPN music, which will suffice for now. Uh, but you can, you can ask me any question about any player that got moved today. Any question you want, any right. player, any team that made a move, you, it could be as obscure as you want, and I will give you as educated opinion as I as I can on that scenario. It could be the Lakers, it could be the Clippers, it could be any team in the league. You can uh, pick from a potpourri of all the action. And by the way, it yeah. was happening really fast at one point oh in that God. last hour. This morning at around 11.20 a.m. It was going nuts. It was craziness. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, George, as you well know, yeah. I don't really have a whole lot of interest in everything else that's going on around the NBA. Mm -hmm. I only have interest in what's going on around the Lakers. However, yeah. I will say that I am interested in what KD did right. uh, and what Brooklyn did. Yeah. So outside Oh, what about the Clippers? You're not interested in what the Clippers did? They, no, I mean, you know, not, no, not one really? bit. There's not okay. one ounce of me that cares about anything that the Clippers did. It's not like some anti-Clipper thing. It's not so, like some Clipper hate. But, hey, Laura, you care about what the Clippers did? I mean, they're good, bro. It doesn't matter. They make good I'm moves. not interested. Okay. I'm just telling you. I'll tell you. But go ahead. Right, what listen, do you want? What do you want to know about I want, KD? I want to get some breakdowns. And I'll start off with this. Tell me who D'Angelo Russell is now versus who D'Angelo Russell was when the Lakers drafted him number two overall, going back to, I want to say, 15 or 16. Who is D'Angelo Russell today? Because I wasn't watching any of D'Angelo Russell. Well, he's a more mature player. I don't think there's any question about that. He's His specialty, and he was pretty good at that when he was here, too. He was just young. But now he's a very refined pick-and-roll player. Um, defensively, 
He was terrible when he was here as a kid. He's not good, I would say now, but I don't think like he's terrible. Like I would say like he's uh, average to below average somewhere in between there. Okay. You know, kind of like if he was, you know, like yeah, below, average to below average is, is is what I would say on defense. But a refined pick and roll player, uh, an excellent spot up shooter. So that that's the type of player that would would fit pretty well with LeBron. Ideally, I would like a player that could defend better at the point guard position with LeBron, but I think that I would I would certainly take this over what they had previously because when LeBron's not there, he can run the pick and roll and he can spot up when LeBron's there because he's good at that too. So I think that the spacing will be better because that's what D'Angelo Russell has become, an elite pick and roll player and an elite catch and shoot player. All right, I, I don't know anything. I've got no scouting report whatsoever and now I'm relying on a Sedano scouting report. I want to know what Malik Beasley's deal is. Malik Beasley is a great energy player off the bench. I think he can do a little bit of everything, really. Like, he is an excellent shooter as well. Um, I would say he's very good off the dribble. He's got a little bounce to him, kind of like D'Angelo. Not in the pick and roll, though. D'Angelo has, obviously, more than the pick and roll. I just was mentioning he's an elite player at pick and roll. But much like D'Angelo, but in a, a slightly different package, he's got some bounce to him. He's great in transition. Uh, he's a good pull-up shooter. Um, defensively, he's solid. So, yeah, that that's kind of what he is. But he's a good, like, sixth, seventh, eighth man, uh, you know, on a roster. All right, so Jared Vanderbilt. Oh, I love Jared Vanderbilt, okay. particularly for the price. Okay, so I just want to say, like, when I heard his name, all I thought was a pair of jeans Gloria that I had Vanderbilt. back in the 80s. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jared Vanderbilt, if you asked me who he played I love for, him. I I'm love like, him. I don't know. He and if is, you asked me to pick him out of a lineup, I have no idea who he is. He's the ultimate, like, team player, does the dirty work, sets the screens, great rebounder, good defensive player on the perimeter, fights every damn possession, like... He's all the Pat Bev stuff that he used to, like he was previously. Like he still yeah. is, I guess, to some extent, except he's in a much bigger package. He's like, How tall is he? He's like 6'8", six, 6'9", six, or whatever, like okay. in that range, like 6'7 mm -hmm. to 6'9". He's a wing. Um, not a great shooter. Like he's okay. He's very streaky. But defensively, he is an elite level perimeter defender in this league, which is hard to defend these days. And... He uh, is an excellent rebounder, as I mentioned. A The type of player you want on your roster. Certainly a top 10 roster player, I think, on a quality team. And um, and just does all the dirty work. Like, you need those guys. Let me ask you about Mo Bamba. Here's what I want to ask. Is there any chance that Mo Bamba plays the five and Anthony Davis gets his wish again, which is he wants to be the four? I mean, it's possible. Um, but... I, I don't think that's what maximizes the Lakers. Like we've told, we've seen this. We've seen the numbers. When Anthony Davis plays the five, they're way better, no matter who's been on the floor well, with them. But you know that I want him in the paint. I want Anthony Davis playing center. I just was concerned that you get a, a big body like Bamba only to make Anthony Davis happy that he doesn't have to be there because but he I, belongs there. I mean, maybe you could play them together. I think it's possible. Uh, I just don't think it's the right idea, personally. All right, last thing. Last Schematically. Thing. There's, there's, a, there's a quality interview right now yeah. because people who are driving around who don't know enough about all these players that the Lakers traded for, this yeah. is solid content. Yeah. Now, tell me who is Devon Reed. Uh, Davon Reed is... Okay, Davon, because I don't know. Yeah, a two-way player, 3 and D wing... Um, Played for the Denver Nuggets. He uh, has bounced around the league a little bit. He's one of those guys, all hustle, all energy, 
shoots the ball at a decent clip, defends at a high level, competes on every single possession, is just like the embodies what a role player should be in the NBA. I, I watched him. He played for Jim Laranega at the University of Miami. Um, was was that kind of like 3 and D wing in college too. Uh, has always understood what his role is regardless of where he's been in college, in the G League, in the NBA. Uh, a nice guy on your roster, probably down kind of somewhere between, between 10 and 12. All right, well, there you go. Um, last question for you. You ready? Yeah. Mr. Insider, this comes from Mr. Outsider. You ready? Yeah. Will you be prepared for this Sunday when I host a massive party for the big game at Yamava Resort and Casino? Will I, you be ready? I, I, I will be ready. I will not be there, though, because I'm, I'm calling the Lakers-Warriors game on ESPN Radio on Saturday night um, in San Francisco um, with Kalena Azebuki. So uh, of the Warriors, normal Warriors broadcast, he's going to be my radio partner on ESPN Radio National. And uh, so I won't be I will be flying back and the Super Bowl will start by time I land like 90 minutes later. So I will not make it out there. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Christopher. Cap, you've never seen The Simpsons, right? That's, Not that one was episode. Okay. Well, that's no fun. Not one. No it's fun. so you know, weird. It is I, so yeah. weird. That Believe me, weird. I get it's it. it I, even I agree it's weird. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we discovered that like a year ago today when we first played this you know, on this day, The Simpsons. Yeah, it was. It's just weird. I know it is. I, I listen. I acknowledge it. You would think that even just, especially on Sundays, stumbling after football, it right. comes on. You know what I mean? Like, I've just never really memes. been into animated series. Like I've never seen King of the Hill. Oh my god! I mean, I did watch Beavis and Butthead back in the day. So there you go. I mean, South Sorry. Park? No, no South Park. Oh, what? You're, you're missing None. so much fun. Rick and Morty. Oh my god, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah, but Rick Zip and Morty. Up. I don't think Cappy would get Rick and Morty. No, he wouldn't. It, 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 right? Yeah, I don't think I so. Don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I, I know White Lotus. I don't yeah. know Rick and Morty. No, no, Rick and Morty would be a little too little too stoner for you. Um, a little too stoner for me? Yeah. Wow. It's like pretty like stoner slash nerd culture. I just don't think you're, I don't think you'd be into it. I mean, the stoner part, maybe the nerd culture probably. Yeah, not. I think you'd miss out on a lot of the jokes. Um, mm. But like South Park is more your speed, I feel like. You yeah, should I've seen you, a little bit. South Park is funny. You've seen a little bit? A little bit of South Park. South Park is funny, dude. And the fact that they write some of those shows, literally sometimes hours up until hours before it airs, depending on what's transpired, because they try to be so current based on like current events. Oh, man. Like those guys are brilliant writers. So good. But anyway, Linz, go ahead. 
Well, speaking of TV shows, Brian Winhurst had a lot to say during today's ESPN (laughs) NBA trade deadline special, including this funny little nugget about Russell Westbrook. No offense to anybody, but just removing Westbrook, who just functionally was killing them. Okay, he was killing them. (laughs) I just had to get that in there. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, he was talking about. Kevin Durant and Kyrie, who are both seem to be happy to be out of the Big Apple with Kyrie now in Dallas and KD in Phoenix. But the two may not be apart for long. Winhurst suggested today that the Suns' interest in Kyrie remains. He said, quote, if you think this is over, it ain't over. Kyrie really was interested in being in Phoenix. So just start thinking about that. Do you guys think that Kyrie teaming back up with KD on the Suns is a real possibility? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Hold on, sorry. Kelly just sent me a Mateo's first at bat and T-ball. I'm sorry. How do you do? Um, so <laughs> okay. she made him, for some reason she forgot, like she literally sent me this text. So I forgot that he bats left-handed. Mm-hmm. So the first at bat, he like was struggling because he doesn't swing righty. And then like, so he hit the ball and it was like a little, basically like a barely a little dribbler. And then she remembered, she stopped and said, hey, no, 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 actually he bats left. So then they put him left and then he ripped it. Into the like, like through the infield into the outfield. That's some terrible coaching. Not knowing your 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 batter is a lefty, not a righty. Fire that coach. Fire him. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry, Lindsay. So I missed the whole question because I was I wanted to see his his at bat. But go I'll ahead. take it, Lindsay. Let me tell you something right now. Yeah. There is no way, man. There is no way that KD and Kyrie are getting back together. I just there's it didn't work in Brooklyn. I can't see these guys, particularly from a KD perspective, I can't see Kevin Durant going, oh, yeah, oh, oh, we should do that. Let's get Kyrie back. That's a really good idea. I don't see it. I never say never, but in this particular instance, I give it a .0001 chance. Why would they get together again? Well, Winhurst suggested that uh, the Suns could revisit the idea of bringing Kyrie in next, this offseason. Uh, I mean, they'd have they potentially could have the uh, the cap space. Where's Chris Paul's contract situation? Like, I'd have to look that up first because that would determine a lot of it. Winter's exact quote was, "If you think this is over, it ain't over." Kyrie really was interested in being in Phoenix. Well, Kyrie, thinking about Kyrie that. yesterday, I didn't. I was going to ask him, and if I had more time, I was going to ask him about KD and LeBron, but I didn't have the time um, because we had to get off the air for Sports Center. But um, I did see that Kyrie did. Um, say, man, I'm really happy for for KD because uh, the trade broke while he was doing his press conference um, with the media, and he said, "I'm glad he got out of there." Like he was very complimentary of KD. Yeah, it seems like they're still like friends, like cool with each other, and that it was more so like the environment and the team, and not each other that there were issues with. I don't believe that. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would trust Winhorst over you, though. Well, of course you would. <laughs> of course you would. He's Stay he's back. a he's an NBA insider. Yeah, uh, uh, Chris Paul partially guaranteed next year. Um, I just don't see it, and you can trust Winhorse over me. That's fine. I'm just an opinion guy. Winhorse might have actual real sources. I don't see it. I, you I mean I, might. Well, yeah. Let me rephrase that. Uh, Winhorse has real sources. Thank you. And I just have opinions, and my opinion is Kevin Durant don't want any piece of Kyrie ever again. I don't see it that way, but you know, whatever. Next one. So Jason Kelsey has a lot riding on Super Bowl Sunday. Not only is the Eagle Center trying to win the big game, but he's also grappling with the possibility that his third baby girl might arrive on the same day as his wife, Kylie, is nine months pregnant. The couple has not yet decided on a name, but his wife is going to be there in attendance at the game. 
And she said that Jason has joked that if the baby's born on Sunday, he wants to name her Super after the special occasion. <laughs> so the couple are, or now I have actually have a family friend who gave their baby the middle name of Cash because their their child was like conceived during a lavish casino trip. So yeah. I wanted to ask you guys, are any of your kids named after like a special occasion or event? Well, my daughter's name is after the hotel in Vegas. Well, there you go. Is that where she was conceived? No, she was not conceived there. Oh, she, that'd be cool. She, she was. was conceived, if I had to guess, it was definitely a hotel, but it wasn't that hotel. Um, <laughs> my wife and I, where she will remember if I text her, because um, I remember we joked about it, that when we did the math, like she had to have been conceived on when this stay, we were somewhere, uh, we were definitely staying somewhere. We, we were like on vacation somewhere. You should say it was at the Aria Hotel because it's- No, I, I know, but it, it was definitely not. We were not in Vegas for sure. What's the name of the hotel on Avenue of the Stars, um, right by the Fox lot that they redid a couple of years ago? A really super fancy hotel. Do you know what I'm talking about? Anybody? Uh, no. Somebody will, somebody will know. Not That's where my- w, right? No, not yeah. the W. I, I don't remember exactly what the name of the hotel is, but I used to stay there all the time, George, when I worked at Fox Sports Radio, and that's where my fourth child was conceived, mm. and her name is Julia, but we all call her Jules, and she's not named after an event or a place, but she is named after the character in Pulp Fiction. You ain't got no problem, Jules. I'm on the mother. Go back in there, chill them brothers out, and wait for the wolf who should be coming directly. So yeah. my little one, Julia, is named after Jules from uh, Pulp When Fiction. you stayed at Fox Sports Radio, you didn't stay at that hotel right there off of Sunset? The Century Plaza. I think that's what it was called. No, maybe. no, no, no. I stayed it? at the one at Sunset back in those days. No, this was on The one Avenue right the off stars. the 405 that used to be a Holiday Inn, that, uh, the one that's round. Yeah, no, it's not where I stayed. I used to stay right, right off. On, you know, it's right like your know, Brentwood is right around about. the corner, basically. You're talking about on the on the on four hundred five. Four hundred five and Sunset. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I stayed at the one on on Avenue. It's of the on Stars. the it's on the south side of the four hundred five. I know exactly which hotel you're speaking of. Angelino Hotel Angelino is what yeah. it's called. Anybody I or like this is what it was called when I was there. What am I talking about, guys? The one on Avenue of the Stars, really fancy hotel, was redone. Hold on, Chris is texting. Ago. What's he saying? Yeah. I thought you. Were oh no, no, you're on the Fox Lot. You were doing Fox Sports Radio on the Fox Lot. Yeah, Fox Lot. That's oh, no, I was cool. doing it at Sherman Oaks at their studios yeah, no, there. No, this was before Sherman Oaks. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Me neither. Yeah. All right, we're done here, bro. That's it? We're done? Yeah, we're done. We got to go to give it to Slee. Well, get over there for the uh, for the LeBron presentation. Yeah, but that's not for another hour and 10 minutes. Well, find something to do. I am. We got to go. Great job, Cappy. Great job, Lindsay and Laura. Slee will be on the spot throughout the game. Lakers Bucks next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 